you are facing uh, you're facing loss you're facing you're facing grief you're facing scarcity in, in, in your life that you in lack whatever it is that the bad thing that you are facing in life God working it out for your good simply means that now God is in the midst of that situation working it out for eventually his good purpose hallelujah I'm going to share with you a message a, a message that that um it, with all messages with all messages uh from the word of God with all uh it, everything that God will speak hopefully will convict our hearts convict our hearts to uh, to make the decision to come closer to him to make the decisions to change some things in our lives and I'm going to preach uh, to you or talk preach with you today on the subject the joy of faith the joy of faith the joy of faith uh, just for a moment, if you can rise, lift your hand. If this is at any, in any way sounds like you, you are now in Christ and you are living your life and then you are, you are faced with challenges suddenly that you don't know where it came from. And in fact, maybe you're faced with, you're faced with some hardships and challenges that you did that you in your own mind think that you did not deserve lift your hand if that has ever been you if that has ever been your case i think it's sad to uh, to realize that for many christians um we think that when we made the decision to follow christ that then everything will fall into place in our lives and that everything in our lives now will suddenly suddenly begin to, to work out smoothly and that everything would look now as, as a, I don't know if the same is the same expression in, in English but in Danish you would say uh, or translate it dancing on roses which now that I think about it kind of is dangerous that if you dance on roses there's thorns that you can maybe get injured um, but so, so what happens is with many of us is then as we go on in the, in the course of life, um, the more that we are, that we are around uh, the things of God, the more that we are around uh, his people, the more that now your life is getting entangled with Jesus, then something happens. And then that's where I see, that's where I realize uh, the sadness then, that, that, that Christians will now find themselves in a place where they're, they're, they're faced with trials and tough times. They come upon them. Or they continue something that is that is uh, that is they fighting with for a long time in their lives, and they begin to ask the question, "Why?" How many of you have been in a situation where you asked the question, "Why? Why? Why me? Why now? Why this?" And you're wondering how you could possibly endure it, how you could, how you can stay in this situation. And you, even in fact, because we know the scriptures, how can we do it while having joy? Paul, Paul says to these Philippians, after he's explained to them his circumstances, at this time it was one of his um, missions, one of his missions now where he was, he was imprisoned. And as he was imprisoned, he began, 
he, he, uh, because the Philippians, he held them very dear, and he was thanking them for because the Philippians had sent him uh, uh, provisions, they had sent him gifts, and he was thanking him in this, le- in this letter, uh, but also talking about his circumstances. Um, he came to uh, find himself in a way where he was contemplating whether he should, uh, um, because he was so confident um, in his relationship, in his walk with Christ, that now he could be better off dying, or, and then also he could stay here on earth and he could be, have a benefit. But what I want you to draw your attention to is verse 25, where it says, you know, he came to a realization after he went back and forth because he's so confident in the life that he's given over to Christ, that he's so close to Christ, that at, that at and this is the thing, because um, for most of us, I mean, I've, I've, I'm, I think I've, I think once is, uh, is one too many, but I've heard it many times that one, one person uh, has, has come up to say, because of hardships, because of uh, life being a struggle, that they would, they would make the statement, I, I wish I could just die. I wish I could just die and go and just be with Christ. But the, the motive there or, 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 or the reason for them wanting to leave the life here is because it's, it's such a struggle and it's so hard to go through that they think they will be better off now dying and being with Christ. But for, but for Paul, he says, whether I go or where I stay is, is, is going to be a benefit. And, and whether I, if I go, it's going to be much better because then I can be with Christ. If I stay, it's going to be much better and fruitful for you. But people want to leave. People want to get out of it. How many of you have been in that moment? You, 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 we can be honest here. Just in that moment where you, where you thought, a thought came to you, I want to give up. A thought came to you that, let me, let me, uh, let me leave this on hold for, for a moment. I've seen too many times people uh, finding the ways and finding the excuse or to, to justify that they can actually leave it. And, and what, in fact, you are doing that when you, when you choose to step away. Even if you say it's going to be on a break or a holiday or, or, or whether, whatever it is, you're going to leave, leave from, uh, from, from Christianity or from, from the faith. Uh, that decision will just push you away. But here's what, what Paul says, that as he was contemplating that, he, he realized, as a matter of fact, now that I think about it, let me stay. Because why? He realized that the circumstances is something that, that, that they could learn from, these Philippians. He says, if I remain, if I stay alive, I can continue to help you grow. Another translation says, help you progress. Help you progress and experience the joy of your faith. Say, the joy of my faith. See, we're not talking about the faith, the faith that, that, in fact, is the conviction that the Holy Spirit helps us get such so we can have faith to believe in Jesus unto salvation. I'm talking about the faith that now while you have, you have believed in Jesus and you have given your life to him, it is now the work that, is, that, that, that has started. It's, we're talking about the faith, meaning the life that you, you dedicate to live, so to show that you belong to Christ. The life, um, um, the, the faith that I'm talking about is the life that continues to profess and prove who you belong to. And now he's saying to the Philippians that I want to stay here and help you grow in the understanding, help you progress and reach the point where you have joy in your faith. 
I've, I've come to see that some, um, for, for, for some of us, or many of us, that maybe we have the idea of faith, uh, idea of, of, of being a Christian, uh, a little bit, a little bit distorted. And we can, it could be because of the time that we're living in, or because, you know, many places that the, that the Bible talks about, about pro, false prophets, and all kinds of uh, wrong doctrines that help, that, that um, confuses our understanding of it. Maybe we, we look at Christianity from the outside, and we think, maybe the way that we'd be preaching it, because, let me, let me, let me uh, uh, underline that, and emphasize that, because, when we come to Christ, it does not mean that our life is going to be, is going to be a, a better or problem-free or struggle-free. But what we see from the outside, if we look at, on, on Christianity, there is this movie I watched. It was, it's, it's, a, uh, it's titled uh, Yes Man. Yes Man. And the thing about uh, this uh, Yes Man is a, is a, is a, it was a man who... Um, were, Everything in his life was, was, um, was not going his way. Everything in his life was just a mess. His relationship, uh, his job, uh, you know, had no sense of purpose, had no, had no hope, had no, no happiness whatsoever in his life. So he went to this conference where there was, there was, a, it was a, um, an inspirational speaker, I think, or, or motivator or coach, whatever. There are many coach, coaches and nowadays. Uh, just a fun, fun fact. Um, I just realized that not, there, are, there are so many people now who want to make money of, uh, of, of coaching. Just so like now being life coaches, being an expert in life. And, and not, not just me, the person being a life coach. Is that I, I want to sell you, right? I, wanna, I, want, I want to sell you the, that title or that, you know, that profession. Come take these 10 courses and now you can call yourself a life coach and go and tell other people how to live their lives. And so it, it goes. And all of that is just based on, you know, uh, the desire that, is, that they are in this world, that you want to be famous, you want to be, be successful, you want to have a lot of things. But now there was this life coach in this movie and he, he, he challenged everyone in this conference. He said, um, everything in your life can change if you are just a little bit open to everything. And... I want to challenge you that from when you leave this place, whatever situation you face, whatever question you face, always say yes. Always say yes. And I mean, I won't, you know, the, 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 the movie at first, it shows that now his life changed because now he, instead of having that, that initial like uh, approach to things that I know uh, this, is, this is bad or everything, I say yes. So if he, I think I, I think I remember that he met a, a lady who was, you know, strange in so many ways, and and um, he he remembered now I just have to say yes. And what you just realize that he, as he said yes, as he invited everything that came his way, his life kind of turned better. But then he found out that life is not about uh, always says yes, but having a balance. But the point is that we look sometimes at Christianity in that way, that we, when we say yes to Christ, that it means that now certain things are just going to fall into place. That now we're going to uh, um, um, uh, find, uh, find uh, a spouse or we're going to find a, 
uh, find the, the, a, a guide or, or the tools to, to, get, to get wealth or whatever you can, you can find in life that is hard and you think that uh, saying yes to that, saying yes to Christianity means that everything will then fall into place. And then, then when, it's, when, it, when, it, when the opposite happens, when you, when you like Job, uh, out of the blue, are faced with, with, with challenges, with loss, with grief, you ask yourself, well, uh, you, 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 maybe you say to yourself, nobody told me this, or I didn't sign up for this. And you say that, how can this, how can this happen to me? I thought I was doing everything right. And then we feel like we want to run away. But Paul was saying here that there, is a, that there is a state, there is a place where you reach now that you just have joy, in, that you have joy in, in your faith. You have a place at, at the, the fact that Paul was reached to this point where he said, you know what? I'm so given over to Christ that while I'm, I'm in chains writing to you, while I'm in prison writing to you, I'm thinking and I'm rejoicing. I'm thinking about uh, uh, how, how much is furthering the, the work of God, how much is furthering the spreading of the gospel. Because he said, in fact, as I am ch I'm chained up, I'm locked up here in prison, it caused some other believers to find boldness to because they see how I, how I, um, how I react to the situation. And it caused others to to uh, be encouraged to find boldness to continue to preach the gospel and he said i want to teach you i want to help you philippians to grow in that understanding and to progress that you may find joy in faith i want to tell you quickly just some things um that the joy of faith is number one the joy of our faith of your faith the joy of my faith, you can say to yourself, is having God's purpose in perspective. The joy of my faith is that in the midst of trials, I have God's purpose in perspective. Ladies and gentlemen, we have misunderstood the statement that, that Paul made uh, to the Romans. We know it and because we quote it a whole lot when, we, when, it's, when it's troublesome times, when it's hard times. We say everything works out for good. Uh, and, and it's not, maybe we've come past that, 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 that part in the, in the verse um, where we always stop that it works out for my good. But he continues to say it works out for, for, for the good of them that love the Lord, are called according to his purpose. Who are called according to his purpose. See, why, we, why I see that we misunderstood that statement that Paul made. That all things work out for our good. Is that it's not always the case that the situation where we find hardship or adversaries. That it will just go away. The fact that God says it works out for your good. It, it's, it's not always the case. It's not always the case that the bad things that you're experiencing... That the working out for good means that that will disappear. In, but, and, and, and even in hardship and in suffering and, and in, when we are bitter, when we have been disappointed by, and we've been wrongly treated, we have to understand that when things work out for good, it means that Christians can know that God will work amidst such situations to ful fulfill his good purpose. In other words, let me say, we are, you, are facing, uh, you are facing loss. You're facing, you're facing grief. You're facing, uh, 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 what can you say, 
um, uh, uh, scarcity in, in, in your life that you're in lack, whatever it is that the bad thing that you're facing in life, God working it out for your good simply means that now God is in the midst of that situation working it out for eventually his good purpose. In other words, let me, let me cut it out more. Because we have the example, you can say, oh, what about uh, Joseph? Joseph was, uh, was sold by his brothers and he was imprisoned and he went through all these things. But we see through the story that Joseph kept on uh, having faith and believing in God and doing his, his will. And at the end, he said that, they meant it for evil, but God meant it, meant it for good. You can say that, wow, what about in the case of Joseph? I'm saying in some cases, some cases you can come out like Joseph and God has exalted you, but only just for a moment until the next trial because you always forget that there is a next trial. You always forget that there is a next test. In the case of Joseph, God still worked it out for, for his good purpose. Not for the good of Joseph, but for the good of his purpose. His purpose of what? His purpose of delivering his people. So the good that God is working out in that situation is not that you can come out and say, now I'm smiling, or now that I can come out, and now, now I, I, I'm, I'm exalted to, uh, to, to higher heights or higher positions, uh, or I, 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 I'm more famous. No, it's working it out good, for his good purpose in your life. See, P Peter, uh, we, we, have, see uh, we have to understand that, there is, that the main priority in our lives is not our pleasure. It's not that we will all at all times, yes, all good things come from the Father, comes from, the, from God. But it's not our priority in life to always have pleasure. That is, Pastor, Pastor uh, touched on this a few weeks ago. He said that there is, the problem of this generation is we are afraid or we, um, we're afraid or we, 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 um, uh, we what is the word? We avoid suffering. We avoid hardships. That is the problem of this generation. When things get a little bit too tough, when things get a little bit too inconvenient, the society, the teaching of, 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 of this age that we're in is that, okay, you will try something new. Try something else. If you don't quite feel it, just try something else. But that is not our main priority. The main priority of our lives is that that we should live in the purposes of God. Because if you read on, you see there, as, Roman, as uh, Paul is saying to the Romans in 8.28 and verse 9, you read on there. He says, it's those who are, who are called according to his purposes, right? Because those who are called according to his purposes are being conformed. They're being changed into the image of his son. That is the purpose of all of us. That God, that is the work that God is he's, he's doing. See, he's... Um, uh, uh, he says also, Peter says that, that, that he, he will, he's perfecting the work that he started in you. The work that he started, started on the day when you accepted, uh, before you accepted Christ, that work was, was already in motion. And then as, accept, as you accepted him, now you begin to walk in, the, in those things that he, he started in you. That is the purpose of changing you into the image of Christ. I want to progress. Come and say it. I want to progress. Peter also tackles this subject uh, on the joy of, of our faith and joy in trials. He says, uh, First Peter, you don't have to open 1 Peter verse 1. Uh, he says, in this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while you may have 
had to suffer grief in all kinds of trials, these have come so that your faith of greater worth, worth than gold, which perishes, even though refined by fire, may be proved genuine and may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. Hallelujah. He says, Peter says here that now you can, even if you find yourselves in, uh, in, in trials, and, and you have to greatly rejoice. You have to be, you have to find that joy within you. You have to find that joy. And it's not about smiling and that you can be laughing through it. But it's a joy. A joy is, it means that now you can look above it or look beyond it and say, this is God's purpose working out in this situation. When, when Peter was saying this, he says, you have to suffer all these kinds of things because these have come. These have come so that the faith the faith that now we're living, the life that you, prof you, you say, you, you said yes to Jesus, right? You said yes to, to, to be a disciple, right? That means that now this journey, this life, this faith has to be proved genuine. Has to be proved that is, it, is, it, is the, it is not the fake one. Has to be proved that you really mean it. He said that faith is even more precious, more worth than gold. And when which perishes even though refined by fire. That is, the, that is the gold. But it may be proved genuine and may result in praise and glory and honor when Christ Jesus is revealed. That is the reason why Paul was able to say that, was able to be confident in the statement that says, if I go now, if they kill me now, I'm going to see Christ. If I go now, it means that I'm that, that, that Christ will receive me. I have heard so many times when, when we begin to talk about hardships, when we begin to talk about that Christianity can sometimes be uh, uh, to, uh, um, not to our disadvantage, as maybe as we look at it as with our eyes, but it feels like our, that is working against us. When I hear some people realizing that, and, 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 and now that they, uh, they sort of get, sh they get shook, and they get... Um, uh, they get, get they get confused and now they they sort of they sort of doubt whether if I go now I will go to heaven whether if I go now I will go to see Christ. That is the those are the same people that want to avoid suffering that has avoided suffering avoided trials in so many occasions that now that, that faith that was supposed to be proven genuine and even made stronger is still on the is still on the on the basic level so anytime such things come you shake you doubt the purpose of it is that we can we can have a confidence that we will praise and glory when Jesus Christ is revealed let me, let me just jump to number two, the joy of our faith, the joy of, of my faith. The joy of my faith is to glory in the hope of Christ. Is to glory in the hope of Christ. That I find myself in the midst of trials. I find myself in the midst of sufferings. Whatever is, is, is facing against me, number one, I know first of all that God is working at this situation to turn it out for good, for the good of his, the, the, the good according to his purpose. So I know I'm not in it because he wants me to, he wants me to suffer. I'm in it because he's working out his purpose. Then the joy of my faith also leads me to glory in the hope of Christ. Romans uh, 15 and 13 says that I pray 
I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. He says, I pray that the source of hope, who is God, he will fill you with complete joy and peace because you trust in him. Because you trust in him. Because you trust in him. It's because you trust in him. Because that, that trust will, will, will prove evident. That, that trust will manifest in the way that you, you approach things. It will manifest in the way that you react to situations. And because that trust is now evident to God, he says he will fill you with joy and peace because you trust in him. And what is the result of that now? You overflow with what? With confident hope. With confident hope, with confident hope, because let me tell you something, let me tell you, it's not, maybe it's a secret, or maybe it's a revelation to you sometimes, because the sufferings some of us go through, is not the, pro- there's, there is no, there is no promise that that's, that that suffering will go away in this lifetime. There's not, that's not the promise that, 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 um, that God will take it away just because you pray for it. You are in his, you are. The thing is, we confuse sometimes that, that the hope I have in God is the hope that he will, he will remove my problems. It, the, but the hope we are supposed to have that Paul is talking about is that hope that he will, when, when Christ is revealed, when Christ comes, is that, that he will stand confident before him. It's not a hope that I, that I hope in, because now when you, when you hope, uh, for a, a relief or for a changing in the in the things that means your perspective is only on this earth right here your perspective is only in this life right here but he says because you trust in him you, you will you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the holy spirit may the holy spirit give you confident hope he continues to say um or Paul says also in, in, in the book of Romans, he says in chapter 5 from verse 2, he says, because of our faith, Christ has brought us into this place of undeserved privilege or the grace, the grace, this place of grace where we now stand. Sorry. Now where we stand and we confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing God's glory. Hallelujah. We can rejoice too. Why? Because when we run into these problems and trials, we know that they help us to develop endurance. Come on somebody. He says he says that he says that he says that now we are standing in this grace and the grace is one thing. The grace is one thing that he enables you now because verse 1 Verse 1 says that because our faith, we've been justified. Justified so that we're able to stand before God. Justified so now we have peace between us and God. And because of that faith, he says that now Christ has brought us into a place in the grace that we stand. And that grace enables us. Why? Enables how? Enables us to confidently and joyfully look forward. Look forward to sharing God's glory. To sharing God's glory. That same glory of Christ. And now he says, we can rejoice too. Why? In light of that future glory that we were sharing, when we are running into problems and trials, we know that they help us to develop endurance. Endurance in light of that future glory. Not of these, few, these, these uh, uh, present problems, or these present trials. 
He says now we can rejoice because of that. We can rejoice because of that because it's helping us endure. It's helping us keep uh, stay the pace and, and being steadfast looking onto where we will share in God's glory. If, you read, if I read on just real quick, uh, verse, uh, verses 4, he continues that, that, that endurance, that same endurance, right, it develops strength of character. Other translations, character. And if you look into what it translates to, is uh, the Amplified says it's, it's spiritual maturity. So that the endurance builds spiritual maturity. And that spiritual maturity, it strengthens our confident hope of salvation. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I, 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 as I was reading upon, on, on this, it, it came as a conviction. It came as a conviction because we can lose sight of it. We can lose sight of what it all, it's all about. We can lose sight of what the future holds and who holds the future. We can lose sight of who is the one who is working out those things in us. And we think that for these trials, even that they are momentary, even if they will be permanent, whatever it is, we, we lose sight of the hope that we have in Christ. So that joy of faith that we progress to means that now we can glory in the hope that is in Christ. Number three and then Number three, then I will round up. The joy of our faith. After we, have, after we have come to the understanding that the joy of faith is having God's, perspective, uh, God's purpose in our perspective. That our focus and where we see things through is God's purpose. It's working it out. And then the joy of our faith is that we glory or that we, we joyfully look ahead to the coming of Christ. And in the hope of Christ, then also the joy of faith is to praise in the midst of it. The joy of faith is to praise in the midst of it. So that now when we find ourselves in trials and different things coming from life, right and left and, and wherever it is. See, I, 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 I thought about this because there, there must be, there must be a... Um, a difference between um, the, the, the opposition, the, the hardship that comes against us because one, one, uh, one way we see that we have to rejoice in trials when they come against us but another place he says that, that, that many other afflictions of the righteous and the Lord will deliver out of them all but because that there's a difference because God, God was, will not cause you harm. God will not allow, and he says, do not allow your foot to be moved. But the adversaries, the opposition, the, 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 the trials can come against you. And he will, he will allow them that they will develop some things in us. And now the joy of our faith is to praise in the midst of all of that. Habakkuk chapter 3 and 17 says, though the fig, you don't have to open it. Though the fig tree does not bud and there are no grapes on the vines, though the olive crop fails and the fields produce no food. In other words, that when, that, that, that when, when what you have put work in, what you have, uh, what you have sowed in has not brought a harvest, that what you have, uh, what you have make, put an effort in is not producing anything in the midst of that, he goes on to say, 
even though there are no sheep in the pen and no cattle in the stalls, when things, when, when, when the finances are a little bit thin, when your provision seems a little bit far, he says, yet will I rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in the God, my Savior. The sovereign Lord is my strength. Hallelujah. He says, he makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He enables me to tread on the heights. I, believe, I, I try to envision this. I try to see that for myself how a deer, how a deer puts its feet. I, I, I know if it is in the same, in the same family as, as goats, but sort of, sort of the shape of it, it's, it's like goats. But, uh, but I... I let me, let me give you first the image of uh, like a goat. I saw once, a, a, I think it was Natural Geographic, where a goat was climbing, like, no lie, it was climbing on, on, on a, not, it's not even a mountain. It was like, it was like a, uh, yeah, yeah, it was, it was like, no, no, it's like, it's like it was like a, 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 a wall, a concrete hall, a wall. You know, like, I think it's in the States or places where they have big rivers and waterfalls where they, 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 they build up these walls, them to hold the wall. And it was climbing out, up of something like that, like, vertically. There's not, nothing, not like, I don't know. It was amazing to see. But he says that the feet, it will make you, my feet like a feet of the enables to tread on heights, tread on, on, very, on very steep places, tread, tread on, on places that, that is hard to, to hold the balance. It will make your feet like that. Psalm 63 says like this. He says like, because your love is better than life. The joy of faith is to praise in the midst of it and to, and to come to the conclusion that his love is better than the life. It means I don't hold what my life so dear that, I'm, that what I'm going through is much greater, feels, uh, is, is much more important than experiencing his love. And says, my lips will glorify you. I will praise you as long as I live. First Thessalonians says, Verse five, uh, first, uh, chapter 5, verse 16, he says, Rejoice always, pray continually, and give thanks in all circumstances. Why? Because this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So as I close, I want to encourage us, like Paul encourages the Philippians. The reason why Paul came to the conclusion in his own mind, that as a matter of fact, I, there are still things that are worth for me staying here for. Even though that I've done so much, I'm staying that I can help you progress and grow and experiencing the joy of your faith. Many places we read, and even James says that we have to consider it joy. I read somewhere that cons when that phrase considering it joy is that when you you press on it, you 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 think about it and you come to a conclusion that you it's it's you have to be joyous. You have to be joyful when you find those trials. And even James as Peter talks about how it produces something in your faith how it helps your faith grow. I want to ask the question, you pose the question to, your, to yourself. Do I find joy in my faith, in my, in, in my Lord? 
Have I found joy in my faith in the Lord? Or is it just that every moment, every, every day, every step that I take is just a, 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 a matter of, of survival? Paul was thriving and he was, trying to, he was trying to let the Ephesians know that they can do the same. We can do the same. We can experience the joy of our faith. We can experience the joy of our faith. And be confident in the hope we have in Christ. And endure all trials and all circumstances because we know that it's God's purpose that we are in it. We can have joy in our faith when we decide to praise instead of complaining. Instead of cursing out God. Instead of asking questions. So instead of asking the question when you are in the midst of that, why? 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 Instead, ask yourself the question, will I hold fast? Will I stay the course? Will I trust? Because it's very true. Because we won't, it won't lie here and say that, that it's easy to say that. Because we can find ourselves in those moments. Our emotions take over. And all kinds of thoughts take over. And we can't find it in ourselves to say that. And can't find it in ourselves to, make, to, to take that step. But you can console yourself with that fact. That is God's purpose working in my life. That I should be joyful and confident that I'll be sharing his God's glory because he's making me into his image.